I'm Jackie Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hi and welcome to the Living Life Being Human show. This is being streamed um, over on all my platforms so you can join me on there and this is a bit of a, a rejudge of things I'm not sure how this is going to work but we're going to run with it and see what happens um, so I'm going to relaunch my podcast and I'm going to be using these recordings to do that so we're looking at series two episode one um, it's a bit Americanized but that's what we're doing and this week what I wanted to talk about um, was I'm going to be doing a three-day challenge course whatever you want to call it next week starting on monday the 14th i'm going to do it on monday tuesday and wednesday and then on the thursday there's going to be a q a about anything that comes up for you and i'm relaunching or opening the doors to my membership that's going to coincide with all of this so there's a lot of stuff going on so what i thought i would talk a little bit about um today is what I'm going to be doing on the three-day course, which is knowing yourself, trusting yourself and loving yourself, because I think that's kind of all-encompassing as far as mental health and well-being is concerned, which is what I'm I'm all about. Um, I'm Jackie, in case you don't know, I run Jackie Jones Coaching and Psychotherapy. I'm qualified in transactional analysis, so I'm all about mental health, and I just wanted to reach as many people as I could. I've come off Facebook now as much as possible even though this is being streamed but i've got a platform living life being human um dot com if you want to join it you can register it's absolutely free to join and it's away from social media purely and simply because i know just lately my own mental health has taken a bit of a dip um with all the stuff that's going on on facebook at the moment and i decided that i was going to take facebook off my phone i don't have facebook on my phone anymore i don't have instagram on my phone anymore um which can be a bit of a bind when you're running an online business but i'm on my platform which is completely away from social media i go on there regularly every day i post videos up there at the moment we're doing a positivity challenge what have we been doing this month in the platform so far we've done i think we're up to day 10 today because we started it on the 1st of march and we're on the 10th of march so we're up to day 10. um today's was learn something new from somebody um we've also done positive thinking creates positive action we've done make a list of the things that you're grateful for um give encouragement to others literally we've got a challenge every day and it's all based around positivity um, because I'm kind of a positive person and I think we're negatively biased I know I've spoke about this before on some lives but we are biased towards negativity as human beings because that's what keeps us alive I was listening to somebody um, today doing a talk and we as human beings are quite lucky in one respect but it's kind of a bit of a drawback in another one we have the power or the ability 
to think about our thoughts, which sounds quite a good thing, but often it backfires for us because we spend a lot of time thinking about the thoughts that we're having and kind of building up a story around them and then they become a reality and then it's difficult to to kind of work out what we're going to do with all this thinking that we have it was posted somewhere um on facebook when i was on facebook that we have over sixty thousand thoughts a day somewhere between sixty thousand and a hundred thousand thoughts a day that's an awful lot of thoughts that we can be thinking about throughout the day it's actually a wonder how we get anything done at all when all we're doing is thinking lots of thinking and overthinking the thinking and then we start looking at all the what ifs and all various things like that so it can be it can be quite stressful it can affect our mental health and our well-being and you know when we focus on the positivity rather than the negativity and the what ifs and trying to you know, project into the future and work out what's going to happen. Or the other thing that we're really good at as human beings is bringing our past into the present. We do that all the time. Literally, if we're having a thought or a feeling, we relate it to something that we've already experienced because then our brain can work out whether we need to be happy about it or be sad about it or be scared or angry or whatever emotion that we're having we draw on past experiences. So we're constantly bringing the past into our present. Animals don't do this, or the majority of animals in the animal world don't. Somebody did say that um, dolphins are kind of very close to us in the way that they think. So I'm not sure, I've never spoken to a dolphin, so I'm not even sure whether dolphins do this. But when something happens, generally we stop and think about it unless it's an automatic reflex that we have usually around loud noises and falling are the two things that are kind of pretty automatic and we don't really think about it we just go into a certain response to it if something happens we think about it before we respond or react to it and that's the key is responding or reacting if we react to it then it's usually very emotive um you know there's a reaction there's usually a feeling that goes along with it if we respond to whatever it is that's going on we're a lot more in the here and now we're a lot more present um so as human beings we have the ability to do that if you think in the animal world um i don't know buffaloes at a watering hole or something i don't know why that's sprung to mind but buffaloes at a watering hole if they hear a loud noise they just run. They don't stop and think, hmm, wonder what that is. Kind of reminds me of something. I'm sure I've heard that noise before. Mm, am I going to carry on drinking out of this watering hole or am I going to I'm not sure. Because basically their survival would not last that long. They would, you know, be eaten or something or other. So we are the only creatures really that have the ability to stop and think about what's going on for us. And as I said, sometimes that's to our detriment because we overthink everything. So the first part of this three day little foray that I'm going to do next week is about knowing yourself. And, you know, I would imagine the majority of us think that we know ourselves quite well. We might know what food we like. We might know the clothes that we like, what, you know, music we like to listen to, 
all those sorts of things, which are wonderful and it's a good start. But what about the, the stuff underneath all of that? How much do you actually know about yourself? Do you know what triggers you? Do you know what makes you happy or sad or angry and all the other emotions that you've got? We've all got triggers. I was talking to somebody um, probably earlier on this week or last week about the word need is a trigger for me. Simple word. Don't know why it triggers me. Obviously, it's something connected with my past. But if somebody tells me I need to do something, I kind of have a reaction to that word. When it's put in that phrase, you need to do this, um, the rebellious kid in me comes out and I kind of think, mm, you don't need to do anything. What's that about? So I know that that's a trigger for me. Um, what else is a trigger for me? Um, I can be quite an introvert at times when there's too many people and there's too much going on. I know that I can withdraw in certain situations. Um, so I know what I react to, you know, at certain times rather than respond to. Um, well, I've written some things down here. Um, how you behave. Are you an outgoing person in every situation? Or are there certain situations where, like me, you tend to withdraw a little bit? Is there a, a point if you're going out with people where you're okay with five people. Five people is a nice amount for you to go out with. You don't feel, you know, overly conscious of what you're saying or doing when there's five people. If there's 10 people, then maybe you behave differently when there's more people in the room. So when I talk about knowing yourself, it's about you understanding the little nuances that you have in certain situations. You know, you might find that you're better in a large crowd because you can hide a bit more. Whereas when it's a one on one or one and two or three people, you feel a lot more conscious in that area. So I want, you know, people to just explore how they respond and react in certain situations and really, truly get to know who you are. Not necessarily why you are that way, but just, you know, what what annoys you what what makes you happy what what how do you know that somebody loves you what is their behavior about um you know th th there is a thing i think there's four parts to it i'll look it up because i'm not sure what it is but in order for for you to feel loved somebody might have to do something for you so say for example i don't know you come home from work and you're really tired and your better half or one of the kids, you know, makes your tea and makes you a cuppa and says, you know, you sit down and I'll bring your tea to you. I know you've had a really tough day, so go and sit down, put the television on and I'll sort everything out. That might be a way that you actually feel loved and cared for, respected and all those sort of things. For somebody else, it might be a gift. You know, if somebody buys you flowers, that might be how you feel, you know, loved and cared for and, and worthy if somebody buys you a gift so it, it might be that when people do things for you it makes you feel good or it might be when people gift you something it might be when somebody's considerate to you it might be you know when somebody gives you a hug that's truly when you feel you know that they're paying attention to you or they love you it might be when they listen to you you know, the, the way that we communicate with each other is different to all of us. For some people, eye contact is, is very important. For other people, eye contact isn't that important. In fact, they can feel quite threatened when people have, you know, direct eye contact with them. 
So I just want you to start to explore a little bit about yourself and getting to know yourself and the little quirks that you have around certain things. So that's going to be the first part of the course that we're doing. Um, I, I'm, I shouldn't really call it a course because it's not a course. There's not going to be any handouts. It's just going to be me probably with a few slides talking about this sort of stuff, because I think it does help with our mental health, our state of mind and things like that. So the other one is trusting yourself. How many of us actually trust ourselves when we're making decisions? Um, and again, for me, it depends where my state of mind is and how I'm feeling. Sometimes I don't even question the decisions that I'm making. Um, I just know what to do and when to do it. And it just everything just flows. That's usually when my state of mind is in a good place, when I'm feeling my self-esteem, you know, is in a healthy place. I'm confident in the decisions that I'm making and everything just flows. Other times I might question myself, you know, mm, is that the best decision to be doing? That's usually when my state of mind and my awareness is, is quite low. When I'm tired, when I'm overworked, you know, if there's something going on for me, then often my decision-making process is not the best so it's about how much do I trust myself in certain situations and also how much do I trust other people what do people need to do in order that I trust them what do people need to do in order to break my trust which is quite an important thing you know what what are my values and beliefs you know where do they come from and what are they that you know what are the things that I value in life most what I'm protective about um this all kind of makes up the whole person if that makes sense so when we know ourselves we know what triggers us we know our response or reactions to certain things then when it happens we can be more proactive rather than reactive so if I'm going out and I know that I have a certain reaction or response to there being a large crowd, then I can be more proactive about the decisions that I make on that night. I can go into that with my eyes open, so to speak, and think, well, actually, there's, there's probably going to be about 10 people there. And I might feel a little bit uneasy when I first go in the room. And it's OK if I take a back seat. It's OK if I'm not, you know, front and centre of stage on the night out. So I can be more proactive in my decisions around that night rather than, you know, walk into it with my eyes closed and be more reactive to it and maybe react in a negative way. Because the more awareness we have around ourselves, you know, the trust that we have for ourselves and other people and really truly knowing ourselves, then we can think more positively about things. We can be more proactive in the decisions that we make about life in general. And that gives us more more clarity and more purpose in what we want to do because when we kind of just willy-nilly go through life without paying attention to a lot of things we often don't take responsibility for how things pan out um it's like we look externally for reasons why we behave the way that we do but when we have a certain amount of awareness then we can start to look internally for things and if we don't like how we respond or react in a certain situation or how we feel or think or behave in a certain situation and we're aware of it then we have a choice to do something about it that's when we can truly do you know some some good work either with a counselor or a therapist or 
just on ourselves, you know, journaling and writing things down, looking at patterns of behavior, our internal dialogue, how we speak to ourselves in certain situations. When, when you're out with your mates, is there, you know, constant narrative running through about what people are thinking of you, how they're behaving around you? Is that my fault? Why are they looking at me that way? Just, just being aware of how we feel about certain things can be a massive help to us because often we do things, it's an automatic response. There's not a lot of thought goes into it. It's just, you know, something happens and I respond in this way because it's a pattern of behaviour or it's habitual behaviour. I'm not really aware of what I'm doing a lot of the time. But now, for me, you know, 10 years in, I've been... In fact, it's even longer than that. I was thinking the other day, um, my youngest is 17, um, 17 and a half. And when he was probably four months old, I did my first counselling course. It was a level one person-centred counselling course that I did. So it was kind of 17 years ago when I first started dabbling in this. The um, transactional analysis part was back in 2012. So it's 10 years that I've been involved in transactional analysis, but actually 17 years since I started looking at counselling and psychotherapy as a, a career and it's took me that long to actually work out a lot of things about myself so it's not it's not a quick thing and it's not something that you can you know to sort out in the three days that I'm going to be doing this you know thing that I'm doing next week it's more about starting to be curious and having an awareness about how we respond and react to things and you know whether that's working for us when we're more proactive when we can, you know, move through certain things in a more positive, proactive way. Then we're focused on the goal. It doesn't just happen to us. It's not a mistake. It's not, you know, it's not my responsibility how it pans out. If I'm being proactive and more positive about where I want to go in, in certain situations, whether that's in a career, whether that's in, you know, a, a family, whether that's in a relationship, whatever it is, if I'm more consciously aware of my behavior and how I feel in certain situations then it's my choice whether I choose to respond or react in that same way over and over I hope I've not bamboozled you with things so if you want to join my platform which is absolutely free you can do that that's livinglifebeinghuman.com if you've registered brilliant if you've not then it's forward slash register it's free to join um, as I said, we're doing a positivity challenge this month. Every month there'll be a different topic. Um, and I will be doing this again next Thursday, but it will be the Q&A, the question and answers that's going to go along with the three-day course that I'm doing on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. I think Monday's time is half past eight. In fact, it might all be half past eight, but I will post it across my um, social media stuff just so you know how and when you can pop on and I hope you do and that is the end of this first episode of the Living Life Being Human show. Um, feel free to comment or post um, and if there's any topics that you want me to cover then I'm absolutely 100% happy to do that um, and other than that I shall see you all next week. Thank you so much for joining me and I shall speak to you all very very soon. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Living Life Being Human podcast. Please follow on Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. And if you got value from this episode, please share it so that others can get value from it too.
You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Jackie Jones Coaching or you can visit my website jackiejones.co.uk and click on the free resources tab at the top of the page for all my free and paid support. Thanks for listening.